Welcome to Tea with Twins. My name is Vanessa. And I'm Victoria. We are twins who want to shine a light on what it's like to be a twin, know a twin, be friends with a twin, our parents to twins, and are dating a twin. Thanks for tuning in. Grab your tea or whatever you're drinking. It's time for you to sip and us to spill. Welcome. We have the uh, Detroit Vegan Twins with us tonight talking about some topics that we love a lot, which is being vegan and then obviously being a twin. Um, so we can't wait to get started on this podcast with you. Again, thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us today or tonight. It means a lot to us. So our first question to you is just, we'd like you to just kind of introduce yourself just so the listeners can kind of know a little bit about you before we get into it. Okay, well, I'll go first since I'm 35 seconds older. (laughs) (laughs) It was a C-section. Rescue me. Us too. (laughs) Uh, So I'm Melissa. I am a quality engineer in the automotive industry here in Detroit because it's what we do in the D. Uh, And uh, I'm also the owner and baker of Oso Delizioso Vegan Bakery and a new partner with uh, its Pop Culture Vegan Cafe in Detroit. My partner is Brandon, and uh, we're on Mac Ave, um, east of Alter, across from uh, Gross Point uh, Park. That's me. That's Yum. what I do. Wow. If I go to Detroit, I'm going there. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then I'm Christine, and I am the mom to a four-year-old little boy named Sterling. He's amazing. I'm oh, also yeah. a... Um, licensed Michigan realtor and I do temporary housing for people like who lost a fire or mm-hmm. lost their home in a fire excuse me like insurance type housing and I'm also a substitute teacher I'm also a mom to uh Calliope she's oh, yeah. three and a half so much fun okay so one question we wanted to ask you was <laughs> uh how is it being a twin and being moms around the same time do you give each other advice or struggle with the same things well, uh, we both got, we never really imagined that we would become moms so easily because we had a polycystic ovaries. Yeah. Um, and so we, you know, out of nowhere, we got, uh, she got pregnant and yeah. then uh, I got pregnant and our babies are six months apart. And we definitely believe that being vegan allowed healed our reproductive system yeah to, so that's yeah. just an anecdotal statement i'm sure there's might be like evidence out there somewhere but um yeah we we really think that it was definitely oh i believe like, you like effing <laughs> up our system yeah bad. Mm-hmm. so she was 32 and i was 33 when our daughter was my daughter was born yeah. so definitely so we go through a lot of the similar things and we're definitely being twins you know when you're really close to somebody and you were born with them you have we always say we have a life partner um and so like even though we don't have like you know our life partners in a different aspect we have each other and we're really supportive of each other go through the same things um we're able to remind each other of of the truth essentially because mm-hmm. being a mom and probably just being a woman in general in this day and age like we're so filled with like guilt and perfectionism and blah blah blah, blah self-doubt blah. yeah so it's nice to have somebody that yeah. knows you on a really deep level that nobody else will ever know you and can just remind you that you kick ass yeah aren't we so lucky to have a twin i feel like everyone else is missing out yeah, yeah. Or, or, and they're probably major jelly <laughs> yeah <laughs> about a bit more about each of your children like how do you are they like best friends the bestest and um my 
uh, that my daughter started calling uh, Sterling her brother. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you're not really wrong because they are, by DNA, they're basically half siblings since we're identical twins. True. So um, it's yeah. really cute because, I mean, it is accurate by DNA. So I remember someone asked me being like, if you were to have a child, like, would they confuse you? And like, you know, like if you're looking at my sister and I, like, would they know their mom? And I feel like they would, but I know it's a stupid question, but. It's Mel, actually. Yeah, um, there was like, um. I forget. There was, they actually put it in, like, a commercial recently. They lined up, like, six moms, and they brought in children blindfolded and had them pick out their mother yes. on, like, smell. What is it like raising your children vegan? Because I always – so we're teachers as well, and I was just talking to one of my students. I want to say, like, vegetarian, but, like, we're trying to go towards vegan. Like, we will go one day, but it's a process. But, like, we're going to get there one day. Sometimes you mess up and just to accept it. But um, I was talking with another student who is vegetarian. He was so happy that a teacher he knew was vegetarian because he always got made fun of for being a vegetarian, so I can't believe a vegan. But I was, like, talking with him, and then a student comes over, and she's like, I eat meat because it's so good for me. And I just looked at her like, uh, I just want to say something right now, but I don't want to like push my boundaries as a teacher to like kind of change their ways. But I feel like as a teacher, I yeah. should be there. I don't know. So I would love to hear what growing them up vegan, if you get any like remarks from well, moms. Or... I, I think children, yeah, I think children naturally are vegans, but we live in a world mm. where eating meat and consuming animals is so normal it's everywhere nobody gives it a second thought we don't explain to our children where food mm-hmm. comes from but if you if given the chance most children if they were told you know your uh that that chicken you're eating comes is is the muscle of a dead animal well they would be i like think you i you think know, just showing whatever. them more showing them like this is a pig the, and people, you know, mm-hmm. people eat their, their flesh. This is a cow. This yeah. is, you know what I mean? Like, and I think naturally kids look at animals and think they're adorable and yeah. can't they imagine that, take care of them that somebody them. would eat them. And they're not, they're not going to see the distinction between a dog or cat that you have at home versus a, uh, a pig or a cow or a chicken. Mm-hmm. Having a dog while eating another animal is some weird ass shit. Why, we, as humans, we, why are we deciding that one, you know, oh, a couple of animals are worthy of not being mm-hmm. eaten and we want to keep them in our home and cuddle with them and, and mm-hmm. treat them like they're, you know, our children. But then there's all these other animals that we have no problem eating. Mm-hmm. And I, that's just a very strange thing. And I've always thought that way. And I think naturally kids think that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think naturally a lot of adults do too, but it's a little bit harder to like break that shell. Yeah. But we are all very removed from the whole process of how our food gets to yeah. us anyway. It's yeah. cognitive dissonance. For so, sure. Um, and then for, for me, I mean, I, um, I have uh, my daughter's father who is a meat eater. Um, and uh, oh, yeah. in the beginning we decided that Calliope would be mostly vegan, but she would eat um, cheese cause he's French and, um, yeah. and that she would like, and I agreed that she could only have like poultry and fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just gone off, gone rails. off the rails and he just feeds her an omnivore diet and she's a vegan with me and I, I'm not going to buy anything from an animal and she knows that. I, I do influence her in, um, in 
why I don't eat animals. And I don't really have that problem in my life. And even with school, his um, his preschool's been really accommodating. They mm-hmm. eat lunch there. And when I signed him up, I said, my son's a vegan. Like, he, you know, he can't have that chicken patty. He can't have a glass of milk. What, what can you guys do? Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to give you a sample menu. And you tell us what he should eat instead. And we'll provide it for him. Wow. So he gets soy milk every day. He gets... Um, he gets like veggie patties, he gets extra vegetables, you know, he gets extra bread because he loves bread and bread is full of protein shocker, you know, but, um, so school's actually been really, um, good about, that's um, amazing. I just put on like a, a vegan YouTube recently. Somebody suggested Bite Size Vegan and she has a bunch of videos tailored to kids and he usually sees like, you know, in readings, right? Like everything is so about consuming meat that even like just like seek and find things or little like games that we play with our kids for learning games mm-hmm. have ham in it and eggs and milk and blah 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 gross Green gross gross ham. and kid will like see it and be like were you vegan like for a long time now or like why did you transition or were you always like plant-based so we've been vegan almost 10 years yes. um, but our journey to veganism started really young i think we we're about 12 years old right now. yeah yeah and we were watching uh oprah one day after school and it was the episode with i think mad cow disease well i think it was just about Something. like maybe about the beef industry in general hold on it was the I'm episode sure. that caused her to be sued by the texas beef council or whatever yeah but it was that episode that opened our eyes as 12 year olds and i had already thought cows were like super adorable it was my favorite animal and i just wanted to like kick their little face and hug them um and so when I saw that I was like I don't that's terrible the way that they're being treated I don't want to eat them anymore in 2007 on my 20 our 24th birthday I made the decision that I was going to be a vegetarian I got sick and tired of eating uh you know fish and uh poultry and it just was a disgusting process for me to like prepare it so I gave it up and then uh she started being a vegetarian I actually influenced our brother who made fun of me in the beginning about being a vegan and he told me I was weak and then he decided to be or not vegan uh a vegetarian and then he decided to be a vegetarian But uh, a year after, out of literally out of nowhere, like one day I'm eating like, you know, an egg McMuffin from McDonald's and two days later, uh, I break out in a severe rash from eating quiche. So I developed an egg allergy literally out of nowhere. Um, so I stopped eating that. So I became like, I called myself like a lacto vegetarian and then, um, and we lived together. So I supported that. (laughs) We just, just didn't, didn't eat eggs eat anymore. Any eggs anymore. Yeah. Um, and then um, we realized in um, 20, uh, 2010, I think, yeah, 2010. It was, yeah, because it's been 10 years. That's so easy math. Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> had, like, terrible cystic acne on our jaw. Yeah. And we went into a health food store in the Metro Detroit, Metro Detroit area, and we were, like, looking in a book, you know, like, what is causing cystic acne because we were 27 and we're like, we shouldn't have this. We didn't have acne in high school. What's going on. Mm -hmm. And it said that dairy was, uh, you know, a known allergen to cause cystic acne along the jaw specifically. So much to our Mm -hmm. chagrin, um, we, you know, decided to give up, uh, dairy, which was a hard process because because then DQ opened yeah, I mean, we loved our blizzards. We loved our cheese pizza, <laughs> having these cravings, and then we eat something, and mm. boom, 
yeah. big ass pimple. You know what I mean? Real painful ones, you know, yeah. too. Like, and we also yeah. learned in that process yeah. that as humans, once you start consuming dairy, your body actually, your brain is addicted to it. It, it is the same, the same neurotransmitter that lights up with heroin lights up with dairy. So it is extremely hard for, uh, to kick the habit. To kick the habit. <laughs> I'm a vegan for the animals because I already was not eating meat and consuming a lot of things that were, came from an animal. And then, you know, once you become a vegan and you learn more about, you know, where, how, how cows, you know, are artificially inseminated and, you know, basically we're stealing milk from a calf and that calf then becomes veal and it's just disgusting yeah. and it's a terrible industry. Some people just focus on the eat, but I think we should just like be like, you guys are like all around like amazing vegans. Yeah. Hey, well, to me, the question, where do you get your protein from? is a very silly one. And it's like. <sighs> Every living, it's, every living being has protein mm-hmm. in it. It just depends on how much there is. Yeah. yeah. So, and most people eat too much protein in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. If you're having like meat three at every single meal of the day, which like, a lot of people do. Yeah. Oh, God. Perfect <laughs> are not truly the size of a serving. You're eating probably two or three times more than what a serving truly yeah. is. Yeah. So, not good. You know, colon type diseases come from eating too much beef and not enough fiber. Yeah, so. and it's but even like in Canada, like yeah, we're very last big. this year they just redid the Canadian Food Guide and they took it's out fun. a lot of the dairy and the meat considered as for protein and like your dairy intake and the Canadian Dairy like Association and the Canadian Meat Association just like lost it. They're, yeah, they got because really we supported them for so yeah. long and now that we're not, they're just like you kind of kicked us in the ass being like. Mm-hmm. Bye. But it's so true. Like, you know, with all our research and everything, it's bound to come out that eventually dairy and meat it doesn't do the benefits that they thought they did 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. In the U.S., I mean, the, the dairy industry um, promotes, um, you know, consuming more calcium through dairy for osteoporosis, but actually dairy based calcium leaches calcium from your bones and you really you we really need plant-based calcium yeah there's so many health benefits and I also want to go on to like some twin things what's like the silliest thing like you've been asked like as a twin like we always get asked like oh like who's who and stuff and like that kind of gets annoying to us but like have you ever been asked like such a silly question where you're just like you just want to roll your eyes um, usually the questions that, like, make us roll our eyes, and you guys probably get the same ones, are the ones that are, like, comparison questions, like, who's the smart twin? Yeah. Who's the twin? The, are you, you know, or, like, people really assuming that we're the same person, so, like, her opinions are mine, and mine are hers, mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean? Um, and that can be really, really annoying, like, yeah. we're still individual souls that yeah. just happen to come from the same mother, and yeah. I... Yeah, exactly. Like, um, you know, and even our family does that. Like, they yeah. basically treat us as one person, and we're, you know, we're, we constantly have to say, no, we're two separate people, and, um, you they know. gotten better at it. Yeah. Recently. And they, it bothers them that we defend each other, but it's kind of like, I mean, yeah. what he's done is indefensible. I'm not going to defend it, and vice versa. Yeah. Right? You guys live close, okay. though? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. One more question because I don't want to keep you guys too long, but we'd love to hear like your best twin story or something like just like a fun good moment or yeah. like a bad moment or 
Well, I, I probably, you know, having our kids six months apart. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we, can I tell the story about grandma with it too? Yeah. Okay. So, um, our, right before I got pregnant, we found out, um, our whole family found out that our grandmother, our father's mother was passing away. Mm -hmm. Um, and she went into hospice and had roughly like a month to live or so. Yeah. Um, and then we got a phone call one day that we all need to go say goodbye to her. Um, and when we were, when, when she was alive and healthy and, and we'd go visit her, she called us her prizes. She had yeah. three boys, all of the grandchildren or boys until we came along. Um, and she just always said she wasn't going anywhere until we had children of our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then of course she found out she was passing away and neither of us had children of our own. And, um, I had this like hunch that I was pregnant, but knowing for the longest time that I didn't think I would ever get pregnant, I was like, whatever, it's not real. Um, but then I got the call that my grandma had 24 hours and I'm like, I really am. And so I got to tell her that I was mm. pregnant like literally two hours before she passed away. And like her little, her little blue eyes, like at this point, you know, like nonverbal, really about to cross over. And she just twinkled her little eyes at me. Um, and like she knew and um and then i had my baby on her favorite holiday which is veterans day november 11th because she was um, in, she was in the women's marines yeah during korea the korean yes yeah. and then yeah. and then kali and then she found out she was pregnant with calliope yes and um and our kids are five months and three weeks apart yeah or one week exactly shy of six months yeah However you want to slice it. Yeah. So, any, uh, Sterling was there in the delivery room. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, she was carrying, baby carrying him. Uh, and he was there when his cousin was born. Mm -hmm. And he would, um, we lived together at that time. And he would lay on my belly and hug her. I truly believe, like, you know, and she does too, that, you know, our grandma was like, listen, God, if you're taking me, you better send one down. So we did, and that was Sterling. Uh -huh. And um, for me, I truly believe that when my Grammy went up to heaven, she made sure that my dream come true. My the literal answer to my prayer since I was a teen, I would get that. And that's my daughter. I had prayed mm -hmm. since I was a younger, you know, teenager that I wanted, you know, if I if I could have one child. I want a little girl that had brown curly hair and she loved to sing and dance and was playful and artistic. And Calliope is the living embodiment of that. Yeah. But also like I had a dream when she was pregnant that I was babysitting our children and that her daughter's name was Calliope. So I woke up in the morning and I said, and I told her about this dream and she was like, Oh, that's really funny because it's on the list but I haven't decided yet. And she didn't know that. No. So basically Calliope from heaven was communicating with her that you need to and get the message that my name is Calliope. Yeah. And my daughter very much is a Calliope. So if you're familiar with like the Greek muses, that's who she's named after. Okay. And Calliope is known for her beautiful singing voice. And my daughter has a beautiful little voice. Mm -hmm. Those are two beautiful <laughs> stories. Oh my God. How we're all into like the universe and like, you know, things happen and like, the traction, all the traction. Yeah, and, wow, that gave me shivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one when we tell that story. I think it's really amazing. We know that our Grammy had uh, had a hand in. Uh, oh, yeah. She's, like, looking down so proud and happy. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, sure. yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing yeah. all those stories yeah. and yeah. your knowledge and veganism. And I can't wait to put it out there because I think it's going to be good. People one. need to hear about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and business partner Brandon and I, we have an Instagram uh, oh, yeah. pop culture vegan, formerly Veganini. So he bought the business and then. Uh, we, uh, oh, he met me and I bake. And so we decided to partner up together, um, to okay. have for the cafe to have, uh, vegan baked goods. Yeah. And the, the second picture posted is actually of my daughter with, uh, with a cupcake, the red velvet, uh, cupcake in it that we made for, uh, Valentine's Day. Amazing. Well, thank you. If you ever come to Detroit, we'll definitely let We're you. stopping by. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast, Tea with Twins. Don't forget to subscribe and share.